Welcome to Ascent, a podcast from Impact Youth Ministry in Tacoma, Washington. Each week, we discuss issues relevant to students as they strive to follow Jesus here and now, offering a biblical perspective based on our experience leading teens each week. Let's get started. What's up, party people? We are here today, um, and I am one third of your Ascent team um, bring this podcast to you. I'm Michaela, and I am here with Miss Kelamingo. What up? And Pastor Potts himself. What up? Oh, wow, we had an awkward, let's harmonize, awkward ready? jump there. Let's let's harmonize. Ready? Three, two, one. What, what up? up? That was horrible. <laughs> you heard the debut here, folks. Anything with me that singing me. is going no, to be horrible. I was off. Are you I kidding was off. me? You were great. I was off. That was all me. We'll practice off mm. air so that we can impress the people next time. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> yeah, Laura, get us some auto tune up in here. <laughs> little. Uh, well, T-Pain action. Okay, it's great. Um, today, we are talking about, I was going to say a hot topic, but it's not really a hot topic. I would say it's a fully cultural embraced topic, and that is me time and like the idea of mental health days, self-care Sunday. And we really want to unpack this because, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say it, there is there's a right and a wrong way to approach this, but we want to kind of dive into some of the nuances a little bit and think about it from a biblical perspective and talk about ways that we can actually embrace this just cultural thing that we have, like, are we really this, just taken on as a generation. This hot topic. This hot topic. Um, but then there's Those. also such a negative way to, like, regard this. Um, so what are your guys' initial thoughts? Like, what do you think of when you think of me time? Like, what's your gut reaction in terms of are you for it? Are you against it? What's your thought? Oh, I'm all for it. <laughs> all in. But that doesn't make <laughs> it right. <laughs> Necessarily. Do you, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> give me my manis. Give me my pities. Face masks at 12. All in. Oh, yeah. I think whenever you're thinking about something like this, it's, it's good to just kind of, like, Ask yourself, what's the goal of it? What's the purpose of it? Why am I doing this? And I think this, there's probably a couple different ways to look at it. I mean, even if you think about it from the world's point of view, what's the purpose? Hmm. And take care of me. Pamper myself. Me. Who? What? Me. Me. (laughs) Spanish. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of the kind of where the danger lies is it it really does put the focus on me, which we do need to take care of ourselves. But when the focus is on ourselves, I think it's real easy to get way carried away with it. I think that it is true that we do need to take care of ourselves we we need to be healthy and and take care of of uh making sure that we can operate at a operate the machine at a real high level (laughs) (laughs) but um (laughs) so rude but i think if we kind of step back a little bit and think about this maybe from a biblical perspective Actually, I'll just be perfectly honest with you. Jesus took me time. Yeah, he did. He ascended the mountain. I think it looked a little bit wow, different. I see what you did there. He, he went hiking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but his focus 
wasn't on himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Like the the concept of resting and relaxing and refueling without the emphasis being on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that is so biblical. Every time in the Bible where it talks about Jesus taking me time, which the Gospels have plenty of stories where he did go off by himself. and But then he focused on the Father and prayed and put himself in God's will. And I'm imagining probably beat his head against a rock a couple <laughs> times going, how am I going to get through to these guys? Right. I think it's really interesting if we're just going to look at like a biblical pattern of rest which, yeah, we could just we call it Sabbath, right, um, versus a cultural pattern of rest, which we just tend to call me time or self-care or whatever that is. Uh, in our culture, we tend to go, 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 go until we hit max capacity. We camp out in max capacity until we're actually going to burn out. And then we say, I need a mental health day. I need some me time. I need some self-care. And then we recharge in whatever way that looks like. And then we start that cycle over again. We're, okay, like I'm rearing up and ready to go. So like we can just, we can charge now. Um, and it's this unhealthy cycle of go until you can't go any further, rest, and kind of in that rest, it's actually like zone out, <laughs> like mm-hmm. do anything to let your mind just turn off, mm-hmm. um, which is a dangerous place to be. I'll just say it. Um, versus again, when we look at the Bible and we look at the life of Jesus and what actually was laid out by the Lord for his people, it was a cycle of consistent work and Sabbath and work and Sabbath. And I think that that intentional time of Sabbath, literally once every week, um, likely really helps the mental health of his people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we like to think or not that we don't like to. We just don't talk about the like mental health of the Israelites very often. I've, I've never heard a sermon <laughs> about that. I've, I've never considered it. it. But I would wager that like their mental health was probably a lot more stable when they're walking with the Lord, at least, um, mm-hmm. because they have that cycle. Say. Yeah, when they're not rebelling and Qualify building idols. <laughs> like, but yeah, again, when they're in seasons of walking with the Lord and they're following the design he laid out for their life. Again, no biblical context for this, so please don't think this is scripture. But I'm going to assume that their anxiety and their depression and their feeling of being overwhelmed and their distrust in the Lord was like all of those things were probably way lower than us when we have this cycle of, Burnout, <laughs> work, burnout, rest, work, burnout, rest. Um, it's just not healthy. You know, mm-hmm. actually, that's such an interesting idea. I would, I would love to one day be able to know, like, when, when Israelite, when Israel would just crash and burn, where um, disobeying the Sabbath mm-hmm. kind of fell in mm-hmm. the line of destruction in terms of, of you know. Uh, they were fully given into idols first or right. were they throwing the Sabbath out the window first or, or what it was? Yeah. Cause this, this, I mean, the Sabbath was their time to physically rest, but it was also their time to come before the Lord and be undistracted, you know, and be with their community of people who are doing the exact same thing. And so, like you mentioned with Jesus, he retreated and he rested and his eyes were focused on the Lord. Like the whole time. It was never about himself. And as a result of his eyes being where they should, um, he was refueled, right? He he emerged from those times of going to the mountain to pray and, you know, fasting in the wilderness and just retreating from the crowds, ready to go again. So it's not like the um the refreshing, the refreshment of oneself. It's not like that doesn't happen when you Sabbath. It does. It totally does. Um, but it's because you're drawing close to the Lord. 
And I would even say, you know, the kind of the flip side of what Jesus uh, would do for his rejuvenation is what I would do, which would be to then just go camp out on camp out on the couch for an afternoon and watch TV. But I'm filling myself with what kind of entertainment I'm filling Mm -hmm. myself with things that aren't necessarily going to be edifying. And instead of putting in the good stuff, I'm actually putting in the bad stuff. And I mean, I'm going to tell you what, it's still just as hard to get up on Monday morning as it was, you know, two days prior. It's kind of crazy, actually. Oh, I hate that you said that because it's so true. (laughs) And now I have to face that Mm -hmm. in the habits of my own life. (laughs) But it's all of us. And it's a warning. This is a warning to anybody listening that it matters what you try to refill yourself with because you're going to be full of whatever that is. I think it's definitely also um, when we're talking about just our current 21st century American practice of resting and whatnot and kind of revisiting just taking on the the verbiage of self-care and like mental health days. Um, I definitely think it's worth mentioning that there are certain seasons of life that are going to demand different levels of rest from us than others. Um, I always use this example and I've never asked her if I could, but of my cousin's job versus my job. So I'm a photographer. So stressful days for me, I mean, like they, they can leave me feeling really drained because I'm on my feet all day or I've just been putting a lot out like socially and affirming people and being creative and like, I, I, and, or when things go wrong, even of course you're problem solving and you're trying to build a small business and whatnot. So like I can have hard days for sure, but like my cousin is a domestic violence advocate. And so her version of a hard day <laughs> is so infinitely more difficult than mine, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. And so for me, for me to take a mental health day is like, well, again, it's, it's good to rest. It's good to be recharged and refueled and take a break from things and have your priorities aligned. And for her, I would actually probably say it's probably more of a necessity, you mm-hmm. know? And for people who are just in challenging positions, whether that's your job um, or maybe again, like if you... If you're in a season with like young kids, right, and you are oh. parenting round the clock and your life is not about you at all and in, in action, you likely need to carve out those times more consistently again mm-hmm. than me, who's I'm I'm a 24 year old independent single working woman. So, yes, of course, it's important for you to rest, but it's not the same, mm-hmm. you know, and so. I don't think that anyone really gets to tell you like where your capacity is or how many plates you can keep spinning at one time. Um, but again, we're, we're definitely not in any way, shape or form trying to blackball the concept of rest. What we're trying to do is get you to reframe it, but that definitely to be, it's worth saying that like, again, your season of life and your position within that season is going to demand different levels of recharge time. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're really going to have to take an honest look at your life and think like, what does that look like for me? Is that making sure that you always read your Bible in the mornings, you know, um, so that you can start your day with truth in mind and, and have really quiet time where you're not with your phone? Like, is that a version of resting and refueling yourself? Does it mean taking like, and maybe it's ending your day with like a half hour walk every single day to reset and recharge and like that type of a thing. So there are definitely things that you might need to actively build into your life, depending on your season that make your ability to like continue in again, whatever you're called to in that moment possible. Mingo. (laughs) Mingoed. (laughs) Oh my. Kayla, how does it feel to have something such an honor be um, granted by your name? Unbelievable. Do you feel privileged? Yeah, super pro- honored. Well, she nailed it. Words cannot express. 
I don't know. I feel like every time we get together and we talk about what we're going to talk about on these episodes, like they're usually we'll discuss it a little bit. And then we all get together in this little room and we start talking. And I just sometimes like I literally haven't <laughs> I literally haven't said a word this entire time just because I feel like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, like, yes, ditto. Mm-hmm. Y'all convict me. Sa- Retweet. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just can't like there are so many things that I, I've been like kind of processing and thinking about Um, when you were talking about the Israelites and like it really made me like I, I was definitely letting my imagination roam for a bit. And I was just like wondering like, yeah, like I wonder what that what they actually looked like, what a, a normal week for them really looked like having the Sabbath, you know, but it also when you talked about being in the 21st century, I don't know. It also made me think about things like culture and how different rest looks in different cultures as well. And I'm only coming from like coming from a different culture myself. Going into the American culture was very hard in that sense because American culture is very go, 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 go until you pop. And then it's like a mental breakdown. Like, you know, there's... And, and like in, in my culture, it's very chill and relaxed and people get upset. Like people that come to our culture sometimes get upset because it is so chill and relaxed and we don't get things done as fast as we probably should and could. <laughs> but it made me think about like, why is it so important in this culture to be always go, 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 go? Like what's behind that go, go, go all the time? You know, like, what is the pressure there that makes everybody feel like they have to go, go, go all the time to Mm. the point where they feel like they need that me time and just like completely isolate themselves from everybody else. And it's always about themselves. And I think maybe, I don't know, but possibly that go, 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 go has much more to do about ourselves than actually anybody else. And that's really the underlying problem that it's always selfishness that pushes us even when it's not even when it's hidden as something else selflessness it might actually be selfishness and pride and you know but i don't know i was just thinking about that like not that, okay uh describe not not saying that like my culture is not proud <laughs> no there's some serious pride going on in my culture but like The go, go, go aspect is missing. And I don't, I've never understood the, like the. Yeah. I mean, I I get what you're saying. And I I think I definitely agree with that. I think the concept and the goal of the American dream is like so integrated in what we do. And it has been for so many generations that we're not even aware of it, like Mm. as the carrot hanging out in front of us, motivating us to do things. But I mean, the American dream is basically that if you work hard, you can do better for yourself. And there's opportunity if you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think we can oftentimes approach that in like every aspect of our life to a point where it drives us, even again, even when it's disguised in other ways, like that can be disguised as FOMO, you know, and Mm -hmm. socially speaking, like I've got to, got to be at every party or got to be at every single event that's offered because otherwise they're going to take off without me. And I know that I could get on top if I just, you know, that kind of a philosophy. And I mean, work is the easiest way. I think that's demonstrated. 
Um, because if you work hard, your boss will see you as invaluable and then you're going to get a promotion and then you're going to be able to afford the car you want and then you're going to be able to have the appearance you – I mean like that mm-hmm. whole cycle. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's so integrated into our mindset that – I mean if you ask most 15-year-olds if they're living for the American dream, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like no. You know, like it's just – it's not something I think that we even would articulate in that capacity. But I do think it's a contributing factor mm-hmm. for sure in the hustle and like we just really like glorify hustle in yeah. our culture. Like it's this badge of honor that like if my calendar is filled and I'm I'm saying this as someone who like 100% lives by the idol of hustle. Like if I if every evening of my week is booked and 6 to 9 every single day is booked AM to PM and like that is like a version of like oh that's a good week that's a full week for me. And I, rather than seeing seasons of rest and relaxation, like literally just blocking out the time on the calendar, like I don't see that as profitable typically. And then I was just thinking about what Pastor Potts, oh my gosh, I blanked on your name. (laughs) (laughs) That's embarrassing. No, I was just thinking. (laughs) I know your name is Chris, but I was thinking about what you said about how, and then when we do have those moments of like, we want that rest and we just totally zone out because that's really what it is. We totally zone out how, what we feed into our brain and into our soul is not even like, it's just TikTok. Nutritious. Like, yeah. TikTok. Yep. <laughs> hours and hours and hours of TikTok. And then we're still tired. The next day on Monday morning when we go back to work and it's just exhausting and it's all over again and it just feels like. When's the last time you went to bed early and went to sleep early? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to admit that. It's been a minute. Kayla was probably yesterday. <laughs> I was going to say Saturday night. <laughs> but um, that's just embarrassing on my end. 28-year-old single, home alone, in bed. By I, should, I should take a nap. 8.30 p.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was just thinking about that, how we really don't do anything educational for ourselves. Like, we yeah. just, like, nothing that's actually going to be refreshing in that sense of the the me time, even if we were to say like, oh, it's me time or whatever, it's not even like beneficial to us more often than not. It's usually junk it's going in. So what do you guys think? Like if we're just going to kind of recapture the idea of Sabbath and say, hey, teenagers of Gen Z living in America, we want you to Sabbath and we want you to take me time, but focus it on the Lord or just focus it on um, doing things that are actually going to refuel you. Like, what does that look like? What have you guys done in your lives that you have seen work? Um, What are things that would be just like good practices? On Sunday, we unplug and we only use analog things. So we might listen to records. Oh, nice. Other than the live stream. (laughs) That's cool. Um, yeah, it's been tough, but <laughs> that's super cool. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Could you guys hear that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she's gonna cut it out anyway. <clears throat> yeah, Laura. it doesn't matter if they could. She's gonna. <clears throat> Laura, Kayla, what do you do? I actually usually read like the time that I feel the most rested is like when I've been able to say like I read an entire book, like I actually finished something instead of trying to read three of them at the same time and in between I'm like all over the place and not actually concentrating on anything. I think 
that's always been kind of my reach. Even when I was a high school, like in high school, that was my, I guess in a way it is kind of a way to zone out. But I think as of late, the books that I've been trying to read have been more educational or like to grow in certain areas of my life. Like if I'm struggling with something, then I'll look up a book that is specifically about that topic or like um, ask somebody for a recommendation like, hey, do you know anything about alcoholism (laughs) or (laughs) just like putting that out there? I don't know. Just different topics that I want to learn more about. (laughs) Yeah, asking for a friend. Oh, my gosh. All the kids are going (laughs) to think I'm an alcoholic now. It's no. Not true. Uh, That was just an example. But um, I think that's usually how I end up feeling the most rested and like I actually did something, you know, yeah. like it, it was beneficial and it was good because then I can use what I learned to help somebody else or to even like grow my own personal life, which is right. honestly the, the, the main focus. But um, in that sense, yeah, that's usually what I end up doing. Chris, what do you do? Work. <laughs> it's, terrible but in order to recharge i do more work <laughs> you're so cheapish yeah. right now like so embarrassed gosh that's the worst once you asked that i was like oh Darn. that's what i do to rest i work oh, that's i'm the absolute worst and i'm surprised to this change is an intervention. that i'm the worst <laughs> unfortunately the door, in Laura. this room we have like one workaholic, another workaholic, and one professional napper. I was gonna say, I just sleep. I just sleep. I, that's my way to like zone out the We're world. like the worst case study for this oh, ever. Yeah. 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 Professional napper. But Chris, I mean, I'm I'm very similar. Like I um I work a lot <laughs> and I really like I really like feeling productive with my time. I have a really hard time. I feel time. good about feeling productive. Yes, and that makes me, it gives me a high, you know, that makes me feel like I've re-energized myself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just actually an endorphin rush of feeling successful or accomplished, like I made progress in something. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there, I have to put boundaries around that for sure. And some of them are super practical and they might sound so dumb. But like, for example, I took um, I took my work email off my phone so that I can't see emails as they come in. And like, mm. I felt super like, super like I didn't have eyes on what was going on. Like didn't have <laughs> eyes on my people for a while. And now I've kind of gotten used to it. And then I did a terrible thing and I logged into my Gmail through my internet browser, even though I had unsynced it from the app. And I was like, well, that just defeats the purpose, Michaela. Like you mm. can't just, you know, skirt around your own parameter. Um, but so little things like that. Another boundary I set for myself was that I like, I used to be the queen of working in my lap, um, on my laptop, like, in bed at night, you know? And so I had to just stop that habit. But a thing that I do on the on the good side of, I guess, trying to build in rest and time from self-care and that type of thing is, like, I like I really like taking walks and listening to podcasts while I do it. And um, I just, I walk without a destination, which, as I'm saying it, actually sounds real stupid and dumb. But what I mean, <laughs> sounds like I'm just a weirdo who wanders my neighborhood. Like, I just <laughs> know you're starting like a some lyrics there i just <laughs> wander without a destination but it's what i do like i just i start a podcast and i just take a walk and i walk until the podcast is over or until i kind of feel like refreshed like my limbs are refreshed and my mind is refreshed and that kind of a thing so um but kind of like i like doing that because kayla like you said like it's actually 
it feels productive even though it's actually resting at the same time because my mind is being engaged Mm -hmm. um but not in a way that's like taking something from me Mm. like it's a way being poured into Mm -hmm. so i don't know i would encourage you guys if you're listening to this and you maybe like can't answer the question what do you do to recharge like what do you do to sabbath and um i don't actually want to use those words interchangeably because i don't think I think what recharges us doesn't always actually mean we have Sabbath and rested. So I know I just did it there, but I don't actually mean those to be the same question. I think they're separate. What do you do to like recharge and like build your energy when you need it and that type of thing? And is that different than when you rest and when you take that time to focus on the Lord and be present with him alone and um, just really quiet your heart before him? And what does that look like? So if you can't answer the question, we're not shaming you. We will shame Chris. Then you need some Uh, he time. (laughs) Some Some he time. time. Ooh, I like it. Trademark that. Some he time instead of me time. And just to kind of like reinforce that he time instead of me time. I just wanted to read a passage really fast. Uh, Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4 and then 12 to 17. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all else, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And with that, we out. Thank you for tuning into Ascent. For more information on Impact Youth Ministry, visit www.impactyouthministry.org. We'll see you next week.